Good afternoon. Let's call to order the Board of Library Trustees meeting of January 22nd, 2024 at 1.03 p.m. The city strongly denounces hate speech and does not tolerate disruptive so loud. disruptive behavior in our meetings. Sunnyvale prides itself on the rich diversity of our residents. We are committed to creating a culture of belonging where members of our diverse community feel included, safe, and respected. This board meeting is considered a limited public forum, which means the board can regulate the time, place, and manner of speech to prevent our meetings from being disrupted. This protects the rights of other speakers and ensures the board can accomplish its business in a reasonably efficient manner. Speaker comments must be limited to the agenda item being considered by the board. The presiding officer will make a determination as to whether a speaker's comment is related to an agenda item being considered by the board. If a speaker does not comply, the presiding officer will rule the speaker out of order. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of a speaker's speech. Before we get started, I'd like to remind board members of some procedural items for this meeting. And during the meeting, remote participants will remain muted when not speaking. If remote participants have a question or comment, please use the raise hand feature. Speakers will be called upon to speak one at a time. Members of the public may participate in person, online, or by telephone to provide public comment. Please submit a speaker card to the recording officer in person or use the raise hand feature online to request to speak or star nine on a telephone. Location and teleconference meeting details are available on the meeting agenda. Captions are available to viewers accessing this meeting via Zoom. Captions can be displayed or hidden using the show captions button. Comments on matters not on the agenda must be submitted prior to the time I call the item for oral communications. Comments and agenda items must be submitted prior to the time I close the public hearing on the agenda item. Speakers are requested to keep their comments to no more than three minutes and time limits will be strictly enforced. Guidelines are posted on the city's website and on the meeting agenda. Uh, please join me in the salute to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Recording officer, we, may we please have the roll call? Chair Wang. Here. Vice Chair Judu Konda. Oh, and then like next. Here. Thank you. Um, Commissioner Jane, I believe, is absent. Commissioner Hugh? Present. Commissioner Cheng? Here. We have four present with one absent. Additionally, um, I don't see council liaison Cisneros on right now. And it was an excused absence. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you. Um, we'll move on to presentations. The first presentation is 24-0237, Silicon Valley Reads. Is there a staff presentation? Yes, there is. And I'm really um, happy to introduce Shaughnessy Dunkley and Liliana Pacheco. Uh, Shaughnessy is our adult, super, adult services supervisor, say that a few times, and Melina Pacheco is our one of our newer children's librarians, although I can't say that for more than another month or so, I think, and then she's not new anymore. Um, and they've been working on Silicon Valley Reads, which has a great theme this year, so over to you. All right. Hello. Um, so... Just a, a quick little riddle for you. What do books, bees, and robots have in common? 
They're all part of Silicon Valley Reads 2024. Um, hello, so I'm Liliana, and I'm happy to be presenting alongside Shaughnessy today. Next slide, please. Okay, great. So our agenda for this presentation, um, we're, we'll give a brief overview of the Silicon Valley Reads program and then share about the books and the authors that were selected for this year and the programs that we have planned at the library to go along with that theme. Next slide, please. So Silicon Valley Reads is a community engagement program that um, celebrates the power of books to bring people together. And this is uh, as described by Reed Myers, who's the director of Silicon Valley Reads. So the goals of the program are to build community by engaging in conversation around the ideas and themes of the selected books and to promote reading and literacy among members of the community and support education and lifelong learning and to provide a welcoming and safe environment where people in our community can learn together. So each year, the uh, Silicon Valley Reads Board chooses a theme to focus their book selections and programming on. And the theme for this year is A Greener Tomorrow Starts Today. So this year's program focuses on environmental sustainability with a selection of books and events that explore the challenges and the opportunities of creating a more sustainable future. Next slide, please. So Silicon Valley Reads is presented annually. Um, it just celebrated 20 years last year. And um, it's presented in collaboration with public libraries and community organizations. So it's a wonderful opportunity for us to exchange ideas and support each other in the process of making the program a, a success. So this year we were able to meet and collaborate across departments and neighboring libraries to share ideas. And a few of the groups and the organizations that the Sunnyvale Public Library was able to collaborate with are the Sunnyvale Urban Forest Advocates, the Santa Clara Valley Beekeepers Guild, the Bay Area Regional Network, and more, as you'll see in the upcoming slides. Next slide, please. So Silicon Valley Reads has selected three books for adults that capture the spirit of the, of the year's theme, uh, Greener Tomorrow's Greener Tomorrow Starts Today. Um, and so first we have All We Can Save. It's a nonfiction collection of essays um, edited by Ayana Elizabeth Johnson and Catherine K. Wilkinson. Uh, they selected One Green Thing, a nonfiction book by Heather White, and um, The Light Pirate, which is fiction by Lily Brooks Dalton. Next slide, please. So books were also selected for children and teen across grade levels from preschool to high school that relate to the selected theme um, and that would encourage reflection and conversation on climate topics that our world faces today. For preschool through first grade, um, a picture book called To Change a Planet by Christina Suntornvat was selected. Uh, for second through fourth grade, they chose a nonfiction picture book called The Forest Man by Ann Matheson and Kay Widowson. For fifth through eighth grade, it's a non uh, sorry, a fiction book called Two Degrees by Ellen Gratz. And for high school and young adults, um, a fiction book called Don't Call Me a Hurricane by um, Ellen Hagen. Next slide, please. So the Youth Services Department at Sunnyvale Public Library has planned programs that aim to teach our younger library patrons about the environment and sustainability. Uh, these, program, these are the programs that we have planned for February. 
Uh, we have STEM and craft programs that utilize recycled materials for children and teens and uh, informational programs to teach about topics such as uh, environmental topics, such as the recycling program for preschoolers, which is going to be presented by Brandon Tong, the zero waste coordinator from Sunnyvale's environmental services department. Next slide, please. These are the programs we have uh, scheduled for March. Um, again, you can see that we were able to collaborate with local organizations like the Sunnyvale Urban Forest Advocates. Um, we will be teaching about the importance of environmental topics such as renewable energy, and we'll be utilizing sustainable materials. Thank you. Next slide, please. Uh, Adult Services also has a number of uh, programs that we're really excited to be able to provide Climate Fresk is something that is been um, handled, has, had, uh, pardon me, happened over in Europe. And so now we've brought it over here. And it's sort of this gamifying how we can take climate change um, seriously and then find actual solutions to the possibilities. So that's really exciting. Um, we've also had a really great partnership with Bike Sunnyvale, which is a part of the Silicon Valley Bicycle Coalition. Um, and a uh, bike repair mechanic. Um, it does not matter what the weather is. We always have a number of people in line to get their bikes tuned up, which we're really appreciative of. We also enjoy working with the UC Master Gardeners. Um, if anybody wants to try their hand at uh, rigging a, a lemon or a mandarin tree, I'm probably gonna be at this one because my mandarin tree is not growing. Um, there's, there's gonna be a, a presentation on citrus and Silicon Valley. Next. We're going to be looking at the Light Pirate for our monthly book group, which I think is going to be really interesting. Um, our monthly book group always has a lot of things to say. And I think with something with a book that is going to have a controversial topic, I'm really excited to see um, what everybody has to say. Um, finally, we're also working with ESD, or I'm sorry, our, our Environmental Services Department to work with uh, Bayren, which is um, learning how to uh, make electrification in your houses um, and to go down that route instead of using fossil fuels. And finally, the Don Edwards National Wildlife Re uh, Refuge will be doing a virtual tour with. Um, these are one of our, our just terrific partners, um, not only just for environmental and climate science, but just for wildlife. And they are um, an amazing, amazing group to work with. So uh, we would love to have you join us there as well. And that is the end of our presentation on Silicon Valley Reads. Um, does anybody have any questions? Thank you, Shaughnessy and Liliana. I appreciate it. Um, do any board members have comments or questions for the staff? Thank you for the, uh, oh. the board member, Tita Conda. Um, thank you, Chair. <laughs> Well, thank you for the wonderful presentation. I just had one quick question, actually two of them. So these events which we talked about, um, um, which happens during Wednesdays, Mondays, so that's at 4 p.m. I noticed. So is it in the past, did you have good attendance from school goers? Because that's right after school, right? It's just, so is that something? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, we do. We have good attendance. Uh, four o'clock is usually enough time for people to get home from school and make their way over to the library. 
we have um, tried a little bit earlier and it just, it works out better for people um, at four. And um, yeah, they've made comments that they, they are used to the four o'clock hour. It's sort of just become like a, a given um, that people assume we're going to do it around that time. So it tends, it works out fine. Wonderful. Uh, one more question was uh, the one, the virtual in San Francisco you're talking about? I'm sorry. The San Francisco, the, the last slide you were talking about. Oh, the Don Edwards, uh, the Don Edwards virtual tour, the, uh -huh. the uh -huh. well drive refuge. Yes. Yeah. So you were saying it happens in San Francisco or? or it's I'm just sorry, a... it's part of the San Francisco Bay. So it's, it's, oh. it's near El Viso and it just sits on the bay. Oh. So do they... The library members, patrons from our library can go for, for is it paid or? Um, so this particular tour is is a virtual tour, so it, you'll be able to do it online. Okay. But we also partner with them to have actual physical tours. Mm -hmm. um, we had one in, I want to say fall for bird watching. Um, and so you can go and, and walk along the levees and, and it's free to go in. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Any other board members have comments or questions? Board member Ching. I was just wondering, um, does the program run through the end of March or does it keep going? Because I'm just curious if you're thinking about Earth Day after. Yeah, good question. Um, so it's February and March, and then we do additional programming for Earth Day. Yeah, we're planning on having an Earth, uh, we're we are planning on having several Earth Day celebrations, so that'll be well covered. Um First of all, thank you for integrating. I I really appreciate how you integrate with other programs in our neighborhood or like just in the area. I think it really brings in more community members. I had a question. I kind of remember, and this may be wrong. Last year, did we have a grant for sustainability programs? We and, certainly did. And I was wondering if any of these are taking advantage or working with those sustainability programs. Do they seem very similar? That is a great question. And you are, um, you are, being psychic and recognizing what I'm going to be talking about in about 10 minutes. Um, but yes, we did have a sustainability grant last year. Um, we Some of these partnerships we um, were able to begin because of that sustainability grant. And we've just been able to um, continue even though the grant period was over as of June 30th of 23. Okay, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for the presentation. Appreciate it. So we'll move on to um, our second presentation is 24-0238, Sustainability Initiatives. Is there a staff presentation? Yes. Okay, I'm going to turn it right back over to Shaughnessy <laughs> for that. And she won't say this herself, but she is the one that wrote the sustainability grant and got that for us. So um, she knows of what she speaks. Thank you. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited. This ties in really well with our Silicon Valley Reads theme. And um, just sustainability, sustainability at the library is just wonderful. It's what we're all about. Uh, next slide. So um, I'm gonna be talking a little bit about what sustainability means for the library, some of the collections we have and some of the programs we've put together, as well as partnerships that we have um, had in the past, some that we started with the sustainability grants and then some that are new. So, all right, next one. So as you all know, assuming that you return your books, um, you we renew, we reread, and we re and we return books, which means that we share throughout this community, and so that is inherently sustainable, where we can borrow books from one another. Um, well, through the library, 
And so there's a, um, we're decreasing our carbon footprint as well as just having fewer consumables around. So that's one really great thing about library sustainability. Um, but one of the other things that we do is that it's not just books. So next, please. This came out in January, on January 2nd, and um, American Libraries is a nationwide uh, library journal, magazine. It's for professional librarians. And um, we have, that's our very own Aidan Kwan librarian um, showing off our induction cooktops. Um, we had, we were one of three libraries featured in the article and you guys can, the, um, the link is there as well as a QR code if you wanna use your phones. And then you can see all the great things that we've done. With, um, with our environmental services department, ESD, um, we piloted using induction cooktops. And so they, we have a big backpack that weighs about 40 pounds and we help people carry it out if needed. <laughs> um, it, has, um, it has a little stovetop um, induction um, cooktop. Um, it has um, a pot, a pan, um, some silicon utensils and a cookbook to show people how to use induction cooktops. We started this right around the same time that COVID started. So it's been a very interesting way to implement this. Um, when we started out, we had eight cooktops and we are now at, I want to say 14 to 20, I think it's 14, 16. Um, when we first got them, we had, um, we had hold uh, levels of, um, 20 people on a two for each particular cooktop that has gone down. We have more places for them, you know, more for people to check out. Um, but it's been really amazing to see just how excited our patrons are to try this new special cool way of cooking um, for, does everyone know how induction cooktops work? Okay. They're really cool. I mean, it just, the, the magnet makes, makes, makes heat come out, it's just so cool. So that's one thing that we're really excited about being able to share with our community, especially for folks who don't know how they work. Um, so yeah, uh, next slide please. So um, this is where a lot of the grant money that we got last year came from. We had um, about $40,000 in grant money. Um, not all of it went to this, but we did get a number of collections, which are, really fun. Um, one of the things that we have is we now have over a hundred state parks passes, which allows you to get into the California state parks um, for free, which is great. They check out for three weeks at a time now. And um, we noticed that there were, um, as of over, over the Christmas holiday, we had all of them checked out again, which is if you've got a hundred of them and they're all checked out, it's really great. Um, we've also got some parks or some, yes, some parks passes for county parks as well as Baylands. And those have also been proven to be really popular. So we'll be buying more of those this year as well. Um, we also have cookie cutters, cake pans, that sort of thing. Um, you'll see our little dinosaurs, um, but we also have things like graduation, things for uh, doing layers of cakes, um, a stand mixer. We are currently doing a weed eater, um, a rotary weeder. Um, we're, we are getting those cataloged so people can use them. And um, it's really, really great to be able to do something that somebody may not have to use every day or even every month, depending on how your yard's going. So um, this is something that that folks will be able to use and things like playing uh, games like bocce ball as well. 
So this is something that we've also found that people just love to see because it's not just, we're not just offering books. Books are great and we can give you great things to do to like to learn how to use a telescope or um, a cookbook for, for learning how to make dinosaur cookies. But you actually also can check out the very items that allow you to do that, which is just phenomenal. So it's um, these collections are ones that people can use, place holds on. Um, and it's just, I love these little collections. So thank you for, for dealing with my enthusiasm. Next one. <laughs> so last year we had um, a huge Earth Day celebration. Um, as you can see the little one there, um, she made a little crown with bees on it. Um, the Beekeepers Guild that um, Liliana spoke about um, they came to be with us at Earth Day last year, and we got to see their honey hives. Um, and so the little ones got to see that. With Earth Day this year, it's going to be um, a, a, an um, pardon me, an, another different kind of celebration. But we are still planning on doing a lot to promote Earth Day recycling and reusing. Um, one of the other things that are, she's a minor, well, I don't know if she's a minor celebrity or or an actual celebrity celebrity. Um, the Zero Waste Chef is up there. She's on the center of the screen. Um, she is local to Sunnyvale. And one of the things that we have been really lucky to have her work with us is she, we're her, we're her local library. So she will, um, she's had, she's done programs that are actually bespoke um, that are just for Sunnyvale residents for our climate, which is just really great. Um, and then finally, we also have the Repair Cafe, which is um, a group of folks who learn how to, who know how to repair things that you might otherwise throw away or or take to for electronics recycling. Um, they are very popular and um, we usually have them two or three times a year. And it's so fabulous to see. We had um, a sewing machine that one of the librarians, we have a, a sewing program, one of our sewing machines went a little wonky and the repair cafe was able to help us out. So we have that one more sewing machine to for, for patrons to be able to use. So it's great. And next slide. All right, so you're seeing our partnerships. Right there in the middle is a photo from um, Don Edwards National Wildlife Refuge. Um, that is a golden hour, beautiful photo. Um, and I believe it was taken on our one of our bird watching trips. Um, to the screen on the left um, with the woman giving the peace sign. That is um, a group called Fabmo and they have recycled fabric and yarn and all sorts of goodies. Um, and we they, they support us in um, our sewing programs, providing scraps and other kinds of um, fabric so that we can practice our skills and patrons can practice their skills as well. And then of course the Charles Street Gardens um, and the UC Master Gardeners, which is uh, quite literally in our backyard. Um, we do story times there. We um, we provide other kinds of um, uh, tours and things like that. And it's just it's just a really nice partnership. So um, in addition to these community groups, we also obviously partner with all of our city departments. Um, and then anybody else who seems to be excited about sustainability, we'll talk to them and see what we can do to make it work. And that is the end of my presentation on sustainability. Um, does anybody have any questions? Shaughnessy, thank you so much for putting this together. Uh, do any board members have comments or questions for the staff? Board member Tatakanda. Thank you. 
a wonderful presentation. I've, I can understand your enthusiasm. <laughs> Such good programs. Yeah, that, that's all I had to say. Thank you. Um, I have a couple, well, one comment. Um, I really love the photo of the woman dressed up as the recycling bin. Yes. Um, I was actually at that event. And I remember walking into the library and looking at her and she was so happy. I was like, that's the happiest recycling bin I've ever seen. But she was so like enthusiastic. That is that is Bailey Hall. Um, she is one of her our ESD um, co-conspirators. Yeah. And and she is she comes um she recycling bins, she's also been a carrot. Um, so she she's always game for dressing up as something fun. And she, and that enthusiasm, it doesn't matter if you're in a meeting or if you're on the plaza with her as a recycling bin, she's got I that. Know, I almost got in line just to talk to her. <laughs> Um, I just had a question about the, the sustainability grant from last year. I'm just curious, who was the grantor? The grantor was the library uh, LSTA grant library. California State Library. Thank you. Um, and then I had one other question. Um, so, and this might be a little of an odd question, but I, the, the focus obviously is teaching people to be more sustainable and to do things more sustainably. And, and as a library as a whole, just the nature of the library is a sustainable one, right? But are we as a library, what are we as a library, or do we have plans to make our operations more sustainable? Yeah, like, that's that's a really good question. Um, one of the things that we, um, as part of the city that we've done is we used to have a gas guzzling car and that has been moved to an electric vehicle. So that is one thing. Um, with our building, there are some challenges with trying to go sustain, to, to be more sustainable, but um, we are doing whatever we can. Um, so I, I will ask Garrett and Michelle if there's anything else you can think of. I would just add that we are a partner with the Environmental Services Department um, who have uh, just almost completed their climate action plan. And they have, you know, a lot of moves they plan to make in the next 10 years or so within that. And the library worked closely with them to look at things we can do. Um, as a department and as part of the city to um, help them meet those climate action goals. And some of those are programming and um, outreach to the community. Some of those are um, uh, displays or digital, um, digital displays on um, how to lower your carbon footprint. Um, the new Lakewood branch will have a digital display on the, um, we got a, a half a million dollar electrification grant for Lakewood. And so part of that grant is to do a, some digital display and also education to the community on how they can also look at different kinds like solar or what have you, or, or induction cooktops to um, improve the um or lower their carbon footprint um, individually. So I would say really the, the biggest thing we've done is partner with environmental services because their expertise is what's really guiding us. And um, there are things the city, steps the city council has taken to look at all new buildings being at least lead gold. Um, Environmental services, you know, wants us to make sure that we're not using things like styrofoam and reducing the amount of paper we print and use for printing. So the city really does take 
very seriously. And as an extension, we're part of that. I'd also like to say that we um, partner with the Friends of the Library. Um, our Friends of the Library are amazing. If there are books that we are unable to use or if we receive donations, um, they don't they don't just you know disappear into the ether. Um, the The Friends of the Library um, help us remain sustainable and and they help us out with it financially once they've sold them as well. Thank you so much. And we're like the OGs of the sharing economy. We yeah. are. <laughs> That should be the motto. <laughs> and I'm putting myself on the wait list for the induction cooktop. I've been thinking about it. I'm just going to put myself on the They're wait fun. List. They're fun to play with. Thank you so much. Of course. My pleasure. Okay. So then we'll move on to oral communications. Um, members of the public will now have an opportunity to address the board on topics not listed on tonight's agenda or today's agenda. The section is limited to 15 minutes and may be extended or continued after the public hearings, general business section of the agenda. Individuals are limited to one appearance during oral communications. As stated at the beginning of the meeting, this board meeting is considered a limited public forum and the board can regulate the time, place, and manner of speech. Speaker comments during oral communications must be limited to matters within the board's authority to address, generally referred to as within the board's subject matter jurisdiction. If a speaker does not speak to a matter within the board's subject matter jurisdiction, the presiding officer will rule the speaker out of order to allow the board to conduct its business in a reasonably efficient manner and to protect the rights of other speakers. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of the speaker's speech. A reminder to the public, please submit a speaker card to the city clerk, raise your digital hand now, or dial star nine on a telephone if you wish to address the board. I will call on members of the public participating in person first, then the city clerk will ask remote participants to unmute their microphone when it is their turn to address the board. Speakers will have three minutes to speak. There are none at this time. Thank you. Is um, Do we have any remote speakers? None at this time. Thank you. So I will go ahead and close oral communications. Um, then we'll move on to the consent calendar. I will go ahead and open public comment on the consent calendar items. Members of the public wishing to address the board, please submit a speaker card to the recording officer. Use the raise hand feature now or dial star nine on a telephone to indicate you wish to speak. I will call on members of the public participating in person first. Then the recording officer will ask remote participants to unmute their microphone when it is their turn to address the board. Speakers will have three minutes to speak. No? There are none at this time. Hey, do we have any remote participants who wish to speak? None at this time. Thank you. I will close public comment. I will now ask for a motion from my colleagues to approve the consent calendar, which consists of the meeting minutes from the Board of Library Trustees December 2023 meeting minutes. Board Member Judiconda. I move to approve the meeting minutes for the month of December. Thank you. Do we have a second motion? Board member who? I second that motion to approve the minutes. Thank you. Uh, recording officer, please conduct a roll call vote. Will do, and to make this easier, I'm just going to activate everyone's mic up there. Thank you. So uh, we have... Vice Chair Judiconda? Yes. Chair Wang? Yes. Commissioner Hugh, I mean, uh, board member Hugh. Yeah. Board member Cheng. The motion passes four with one absent. 
Thank you. And we'll move on to public hearings and general business. Um, as stated at the beginning of the meeting, this board meeting is considered a limited public forum and the board can regulate the time, place and manner of speech. Speaker comments during public hearing items must be limited to the agenda item being considered by the board. If a speaker does not comply, the presiding officer will rule the speaker out of order to allow the board to conduct its business in a reasonably efficient manner and to protect the rights of other speakers. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of the speaker's speech. Uh, we have, we're moving on to item 24-0252, ranking 2024 study issues. And we will be discussing and ranking our study issue, which is LRS 24-02, benchmarking Sunnyvale Public Library collections and budget to understand the effect of the cost of digital materials and the addition of a new branch library. I'll go ahead and open the public hearing on this specific item. Members of the public wishing to address the board, please submit a speaker card to the recording officer. Use the raise hand feature now or dial star nine on a telephone to indicate you wish to speak. I will call on members of the public participating in person first. Then the recording officer will ask remote participants to unmute when it is their turn to address the board. Speakers will have three minutes to speak. Nope. None at this time. Okay. Um, do we have any remote participants? None at this time. Okay. So then I will close public comment. Or do you have? This is right. Thank you. So uh, now this is the part where um, the board members are open to speak about the study issue. If you'd like, if you don't need to, that's all good. We can go straight to the ranking. Um, I'll take a tally and then we will do a motion to approve the ranking as submitted. So I'm just going to say since we have one study issue, that I feel like it should be ranked number one. Um, and also because uh, this is a new study issue, you do have the option of dropping or deferring. I doubt you want to do that, but that is an option. With that said, it looks like there's no other comments. I'll do a random ranking. Um, if you could just tell me which one is your number one, that'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, Chair Wang. Um, number one for LRS 24-02. Thank you. Vice Chair Junakanta. Number one for LRS 24-02. I'll just uh, activate everyone's microfast. Commissioner Hu. Uh, rank LRS 24-02 as number one. Board Member Cheng. LRS 24-02, rank number one. Okay. So with that said, we have LRS 24-01 ranked as number one on your list. Um, and if possible, uh, if we could get a motion, a first and a second, that'd be greatly appreciated. Great, I'll ask for a motion from my colleagues to rank, um, to vote on the ranking of study issue LRS 2402. Um, I motion to rate LRS 24-02 as number one. Right, thank you. Do we have a second motion? Wait a second. Recording officer, please conduct a roll call vote. Chair Wang? Uh, yes. Board Member Cheng? Yes. Board Member Hu? Yes. Board, uh, Vice Chair Judaconda? The motion passes four with one absent. Thank you. So now we move on to non-agenda items and comments. Uh, board members, do we have, do any of you have any non-agenda items or comments? Okay. Uh, does staff have any non-agenda items or comments? 
Um, I'll just mention a couple of things that are coming up that I would love for you to put on your um, collective uh, calendars if you are free at that time. Um, on February 4th, which is a Sunday, um, we have a um, Lunar New Year event from 1 to 5 um, at the library. There's going to be lion dancers and um, arts and crafts and just something for the whole family. Really encourage you to attend this. It's going to be a great community event. Um, also on um, January 27th, obviously I'm going in reverse order. From 11 to 3, there, which is a Saturday, there will be a Super STEM Saturday and all things science, technology, engineering, and math. Again, something for the whole family there um, from presentations to science shows to hands-on activities. So I encourage you to try and attend if at all possible. Um, and then just looking out um, uh, potentially at the March library board meeting, we should be um, having group four back for another presentation. So um, that's still tentative, but just want to have you put that on your radar as well. Thank you so much. Um, so if there's nothing else, we'll go ahead and adjourn this meeting. The meeting is adjourned at 1.40 p.m. And I'd like to thank everyone for your participation in today's meeting. Thank you.